Are you a badass photographer looking to create a life that sets your soul on fire? If the answer is hell yes, you're in the right place. Welcome to the Camera Queens podcast, where we talk about showing up, making bank, and finding focus in who the F you are. I'm your host, Belle Vidiglioni, here to break the rules, guide you on your rebellious journey toward a lit up life, and celebrate your successful photography business. Let's do this. Hey, hey, welcome to the Camera Queens podcast. In this episode, I am talking a little bit about my journey to becoming a photographer, some of the challenges that I have faced and how I've overcome them, and how I've moved from being a birth photographer and family photographer into potent identity, and what are some of the achievements that I am proud of. These are some questions by one of my gorgeous camera queens, Amanda from Earth and Soul Photography, and I would love to answer them. So my journey to becoming a photographer is quite an interesting one because my dad was a hobbyist photographer. And so there were always cameras lying around at home. And I remember going to my year seven camp and having a camera and taking photos. Obviously, it was all film back then. And I was just always that person. Even in high school, I would always be taking photos. You know, there was just a point and shoot, little Instamatic one, or I'd have the Polaroid camera. And so I just really loved being able to create and document the moment. I guess for me, photography wasn't something that I thought I could do as a career. It was just that I got into uni and I actually got into TAFE and university at the same time. And so I was really proud of myself. I was like, oh, wow, I didn't even think that I would get into uni at all. Studying was definitely not one of my strong suits. And I had that option. It was kind of like a sliding doors moment where I was like, do I go to TAFE where I know you pretty much come out with a science degree? It was very technical. You know, it was really like, just quite precise. And even when I had to put in a uh, portfolio for TAFE, there was like all of these things that you had to, you know, include with it. And I just had this idea of uni and I just was kind of fantasizing about it. Like I was like, I'm going to wear a beret and smoke my rollies because back then I used to smoke tobacco. And I just was like, I'm going to have conversations about the other and Cindy Sherman and just all of this stuff. And in actual fact, that's exactly what happened. You know, we would discuss so many amazing things and it was deeper than just taking a photo. It was deeper than just, you know, the technical side of photography. And I guess that's for me what I really enjoyed was that soul, that connection, exploring different worlds where I wasn't a part of that. And so I could really lose myself. I'd go into the library And I would get out all of these amazing photo books and it was just such an incredible way to have access to worlds that was so far from my my world. And the other thing that I really loved about my university journey was having access to the dark room and it was 24 hours. So I could literally work my day job or be doing something else or sleep until midday 
And then I could go in and like I could be in the dark room all night. And so that's what I actually preferred to do is be there at midnight, you know, I'm like hanging rolls of film, they're drying and just creating. And uh, it was just such a cathartic way for me to express myself. And when I was at uni, I was really lost. Like I didn't want to be a photographer. I didn't want to run a business. And I was playing in a punk band. I was a drummer in a punk band. And I just wanted to have fun. I just wanted to explore life and people. And I traveled and there was just so much other cool stuff that was going on that the thought of running an actual business, I was like, yeah, no, that's not for me. So I have only been a full-time photographer since I left my corporate job in 2020. And so I guess, oh, where where are we going? Okay, let's go back to when I actually started my business. So after I birthed my second baby, I had the most incredible birth and it really healed me from my first birth, which was quite traumatic for me. And I always talk about now that our creativity lies so much, especially for women, in our root chakra or our sacral chakra. And so this is our power center. This is our, you know, where our everything is kind of like our creativity and our like ties with money and our power, like all of this is in that area. So I feel that when I birthed my daughter, vaginally, that really opened up so much about who I was as a person and also what I wanted to do with my life. And creativity and photography was so wrapped up in that, that that's how that was birthed. So I birthed my baby and then I birthed my business the same year and it happened to be birth photography. So back in 2011, we're talking birth photography wasn't even a thing. There was literally, I think when I Googled it, it was like five photographers in the whole of Australia doing birth photography. But I knew that this was something that I had to do. I had never even shot a birth before. And I was like, I know in my whole body that I have to do this. And I'm such a rebel as well. I love being the first to do something or I love doing things that other people don't expect of you. And so for me, I was like, I'm going to be a birth photographer because that's so badass. Like that is like you're literally going into these insane situations where anything can happen and you're witnessing life, like literally life happening before your eyes. And so, yeah, for me, that was such a draw card to why I just needed to be a birth photographer. First of all, yeah, it was really unsaturated. Like I said, not many people doing it. It was so weird and so delightful that I was like, oh, this is so good. I have to do this. And so I was time poor. You know, I had two kids under two. I had a part-time corporate job. And I'm on call for births. Like it was actually looking back, I'm like, I actually don't know how I did it. And so for me, I would shoot families, but predominantly I was more interested in breastfeeding, baby wearing, herbal bath shoots, 
anything that was a little bit different. For me, family sessions, they didn't light me up as much. But if it was done in a way where it was the family being completely themselves, because back then there wasn't a thing as lifestyle photography. So I was bringing the documentary side of birth into the home. So when I would go and do family sessions or motherhood sessions, it was documentary. And it was a little bit opposing, but not really. And I would say, please don't look at the camera. Please don't dress up. Please let your kids run around. If they're going to be naked, let them be naked. If there's crayon all over their face, then don't wash it off. Like I want to capture your real family, the chaos, the love, the connection, the just everything about it. It was so intimate and raw and wild. And so those were the sessions that I would really focus on. Okay, so how did I change from being that to being potent identity? All right, so this is a story in itself. I was already doulering, but I'd done my online doula course and I was doing my in-person doula training when I had an epiphany that I couldn't be a birth photographer anymore. And so here I am, it's 2019. I have literally just built up this incredible business. I didn't have to even try and market myself. My word of mouth has always been one of my biggest assets. And so for any photographer listening to this, you gotta have your great word of mouth. You have to have an incredible client experience and go above and beyond for your people and they will go above and beyond for you. And so I was teaching other birth photographers and I was really well known in that space and I loved it. Like I absolutely lived and breathed birth. But during my doula training, I had this epiphany, Belle, you can no longer be a birth photographer. And it was mainly the anxiety that I had around being on call And also the anxiety of when the baby was birthed or like the mum was birthing the baby, I was so anxious about missing the shot, having them out of focus, having my equipment break down, having someone stand in my way in front of me. Because, you know, as you can imagine, you've got partners, you've got doulas, you've got independent midwives, you've got other midwives, you've got nurses, sometimes you've got doctors, like there's all sorts of scenarios that can be happening as the birthing person is birthing. So I just was like starting to get really, like my anxiety was through the roof. And so I knew that my nervous system was at breaking point and something had to give. And so it was at that moment where I had that thought of like, I just can't do this anymore. And that is a really scary place to be in when you've spent and invested so much in your own education and in your equipment and in building up your identity as one thing. You know, I was the birth photographer and it was just, gosh, such an incredible moment. And in that moment, I didn't know what I was going to do but I also trusted that the answers would present themselves. As a very intuitive person, I allow a lot of my life to be heart-led 
And it has to be a hell yes. It has to be like, yes, this is even if I'm scared, even if I'm nervous, even if I have anxiety around something, it's like I have to have this full body yes or a full body no. And I really trust that now. And it's always served me so well. And potent identity birthed itself. So I had a few of the doulas in my doula training who were like, I need headshots. I need branding photos. I was like, I don't do that shit. Like, mate, I'm not going to be the person that's editing all light, bright and airy, which I fucking love, by the way. I get my own branding photos edited that way by photographers who are incredible at their craft because I personally love that, but it's not how I shoot or edit. So I love moody. I love depth. I love, you know, let's go to a rundown car park and shoot with graffiti everywhere. And sometimes there's needles and it's it's like dirty and gritty. And I'm like, give me that. I love that shit, right? But in my head, I had this idea that a branding shoot had to look a certain way. And so when I had two beautiful doulas convince me to take their photo, I realized it didn't have to be that way. We could play music. We could make it a ritual. We could drop in. We could doing an acknowledgement to country, we could make sure that we are having fun and sitting in play and allowing our creativity just to bubble around and it not to be this posed, it has to look a certain way, it has to be a certain way type sterile thing. And so that's how Potent Identity was born because it was about me bringing all of my energetic work. I'm a Reiki master I love energy so much. I love all of the spiritual stuff. Give me all the woo-woo. I love it, love it, love it. And I'm going to bring all of that into my session with you. And if you're listening to this and you're like, I've always wanted a potent identity session, but I'm not really that woo-woo or anything like that. It doesn't have to be like that. You, You can keep your clothes on. We can just have some fun. We can tap into your inner child and just play around it. I create based on who I'm creating with which is why every single session is completely different. So that's sort of how I changed from being a birth photographer and motherhood photographer into doing potent identity. Okay, and just finishing up, what are my favorite achievements and things that I'm proud of? I'm proud of being able to speak right now, being able to have my own podcast and to start using my voice because I've always been so afraid of what people think of me or that I'm going to say the wrong thing, that I'm going to be like the things that I say are going to be misconstrued, that I'm going to sound dumb or I'm going to sound like I don't know what I'm talking about. And when I reclaimed my power back, there was something really quite profound that happened in 2011. Not only did I birth my baby and birth my business, but I also went to the police station and made a claim against someone. And by doing that, I just needed it out of my body. I needed it out of my head. I needed it out of my heart. And to have someone of high ranking, like a police, I actually, it was a detective, turn around and say, I believe you, was actually so validating that my healing could start. And I won't deep dive into any of that, but I just want to say that if 
you have any unresolved trauma, it can sit in you and bubble in you. And it's so carcinogenic and toxic. And when you do release it or start the process of healing, it is the most liberating and freeing thing that you can do. And you realize that shame, guilt, judgment doesn't have their shackles on you anymore. When you release it and when you use your voice to do so, it's just, I can't even tell you how much of a, like, I, it's like I can breathe again. I can let out this amazing sigh of relief. And so having this podcast, even though I wanted to do it for three years before I actually did it, and now I'm like, damn, I wish I'd done it three years ago when podcasts, you know, not every single person had a podcast. I was like, I would have been ahead of the game a little bit. But I also believe in timing and everything happens in its own time. And so for me to be here consistently and show up consistently every single week, yeah, it's such a testament to where I'm at now and the healing that I've done in order to get here. And what else can I say? My achievements is, oh, of course I have to shout out the camera queens because if I didn't have the incredible humans trusting me when Camera Queens was just an idea. And I'm talking on my Instagram stories in 2020 when we're in the middle of a pandemic. It's the month of Christmas and I'm just crying on my stories almost every day going, I've got this idea. I really feel like this community is a game changer. I feel like this is what I needed when I first started oh my gosh, what do you think? You know? And so, you know, if I didn't have those people jumping on board, yeah, I just, I don't know where I'd be today. So Camera Queens is definitely one of my favorite achievements and also running two, not one, but two photography retreats in 2021 when I thought that I couldn't do it, that I wasn't good enough that I didn't know if I was going to add value to people's lives and to have after the first one, someone say to me, you've literally changed my life. Like this retreat has changed my life. Like I can't even tell you how I feel about that. Like that is just like it's outside my window of tolerance because it's so good. It's so juicy. And I feel it so deeply that sometimes I can, it just becomes like, oh, it's like, how many words can I use to describe my feelings right now? So I would say those are my favorite photography achievements. I have got so many, you know, like being asked to judge the DNAD awards. I mean, that was whew, like I can't even. And having my photo on a TV commercial for UNICEF, it was aired in the UK, so I never got to see it and Colgate licensing some of my photos. I mean, these are pretty, oh my goodness, out there achievements. And also I was a photographer for Fidella, who's a German baby wearing company. I was a photographer for years, like years and years and years. I can't even think, maybe six or seven years. So having international company who could go with any photographer in the world to ask me to be their photographer and shoot for them so often was such a privilege and something that I'm very, very proud of. 
So that's a little bit about me, more of a personal episode here. I hope you absolutely loved it or got something from it. And yeah, thank you so much for listening. Hey, camera queen. Thanks for tuning in. I hope this episode got you lit. Let's keep the fire burning. Jump online and share your ideas with the Instaverse. Don't forget to tag me at Belvediglione in your posts and stories so we can continue the conversation. Until next time.